Do you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals? Then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to professional dancer Sam Fleet. We talk about Sam's mum running a dance school and how he became a dancer. We also talk about what it was like growing up in Essex, wanting to be a dancer when all his mates played football. We also talk about being a straight male dancer in the dance industry and we talk about lots of other things too including how nerve-wracking it is starting your own dance class if you or your family are looking to book your dream holiday whether it's to go to la and take some classes go to new york on a shopping trip go on a safari in africa and see some lions and tigers and bears oh my or you can go skiing in the alps or you could be booking your dream honeymoon then go check out not just travel tracy That's where I book all my holidays and I go to the best places and get the best deals. Make sure you tell Tracy that you found her from the Ins and Outs podcast because I've hooked you all up. That's right. I've hooked you up with VIP treatment. That means very important person treatment. That's right. She'll give you all the best deals on the best holidays. And you can find Tracy on Facebook as Not Just Travel Tracy or visit www.notjusttravel.com forward slash Tracy dash silver. One more time, because that's a lot. www.notjusttravel.com forward slash Tracy dash silver. Or to make it easier, if you couldn't get that twice, you can click the link in the bio. So here is Sam Fleet. And we in, motherfucker. What's up, Sam? What's up, bro? How so, you doing? Good. Hit me here. Hit me, hit me. So, peeps, I've got my good friend with me today, Sam Fleet. What up, guys? We've been dancing all day. Mm-hmm. Well, what, two hours? Literally. Living room session. Living room creative sessions. Sometimes that's just needed, isn't it? Yeah. We're yeah. teaching tonight a bass. I'm super excited. Thank you so much for asking me to collab with you. No problems, bro. Pleasure. It's going to be a good time. We've been talking about this for a while. A long while. You know what I mean? Then when did you hit me up? Saturday night? Like, yeah. Yo, when are we collabing? And I was like, what day did you teach again? You're like, Monday. I was like, I'll see you Monday. <laughs> Which is dope because it's like my only day off this week. So I was like, it worked mm. out perfect. I think sometimes those last minute ones are just, I don't know. It just works out well. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm so gassed. Yeah. And we're, we're no, really being creative and different. And we're doing something that people would never expect from yeah. us. You know, sort of alternative choreography. Yeah. Just pure bass, <laughs> Justin Timberlake track. <laughs> so, Sam, you're a, a professional dancer. Indeed. And how long have you been dancing now, bro, as a career? Wow, as a career? Um, I started in 2010. So, yeah, this is my eighth, or ninth year? Going into my ninth year. Fuck, getting old. Yeah, which is a bit nuts. I'm not going to lie. I think, um, yeah, time just goes by so fast, yeah. but I'm still loving it. Yeah. So, yeah, 100%, bro. I think it's just like, growing um as much as you can like and just consistently adapting you know what i mean yeah and your goals change and you just develop yourself yeah. and where you are in the arts yeah you know what i mean you've kind of gone down quite a creative route at the moment right you've yeah got your, definitely you've got your company called fly. fly yeah yeah um no definitely i think there came to a space where i just really wanted to not necessarily that i wasn't in yeah i would say that i wanted to enjoy my dancing back again like get that feeling back you mm-hmm. know um so i think that was necessary for that moment yeah. specifically um creating fly and yeah. to be honest it was more of like 
uh, a bigger picture and you know what I mean like changing the ways for like guys within the industry and something that I was also passionate about uh-huh. um, it's kind of on pause at the moment actually so which yeah. I, think I feel like was needed as well you know yeah. what I mean so it's something that's developing all the time mm-hmm. um, that I started that is like I'm also still like what like working out exactly what it is like yeah. with fly if that makes sense mm-hmm. so when you say um mm-hmm. to get that feeling back yeah like what do you mean by that feeling um i think it's just interesting in the the way that i put it this way like we all have a different background and we all like tend to like to dance similar which is kind of crazy i mean this is just like um an opinion kind of from just like look, looking at dance, being observant. Mm-hmm. And I think I just really wanted to know more like, you're unique in your own way. And I wanted to know just really how, explore more with how I move. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I, I, to get back to training again. Yeah, That's probably how I put it a bit better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you fall out of love with it. But obviously when it becomes your job, the balance the balance of things changes. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, it's not so much like it was when you were training, you're striving for all these things. And then when obviously you develop and money money becomes involved, it becomes your job every week. Yeah. That's, um, that's the... Yeah. It's just... I, I had that's to go That's the back. one for me. As soon mm-hmm. as it became... Uh, I, I was dependent on yes. Just Dance. Mm-hmm. Whereas before dance was wasn't my source of income it was my goal mm-hmm. i mean it was my objective to make that the career yeah. so whatever i was doing on the side to make money was the thing that i wanted to get rid of yeah you know sure. I mean? because i was aiming for this and then when dance became my sole income financially that means it also became my stress yeah it's true and it found it i found it quite difficult sometimes to still love it and to have the urge to go to take class because mm. i'd be like oh i just need to make money and I associated those two things together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, become, it does become like a job. Yeah, I think it's d- developing an honest relationship with yourself and what you need. Mm-hmm. And it's like consistent maintenance and being like, okay, like, uh, for example, say if you have been working a lot, then you've been in a space of being like, do I need to train or do I need to like take some time out? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like just what do you need in that moment? And I think us like forever evolving as artists, it's just important for us to have that perspective, if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. And yeah, to stay like, it's our job to stay inspired ourselves, yeah. our own responsibility, I think. And yeah, to be like, yeah, as healthy as you can as an artist. To, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Reach, yeah. Like go where you need to go. Like maybe at that moment, like you need to go with loads of work. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, that after that specific bit of time, I felt like for me, it wasn't always just about that. Mm-hmm. So I think dance is, I don't know, something that's like very purposeful in my life. So I think it wasn't always just about back in dancing like that's one side of it and something i wanted to achieve as a dancer yeah but it wasn't always just about do you know what i mean yeah it was just about, about that it was more yeah. about just dancing as opposed to back in dancing yeah i think it's like things the, the way that you can um change your own world like with your talent you know what i mean mm-hmm. so for example like the community that i live in as well that was also a big part of it because mm-hmm. that was very unique to me having my mom has a dance school so ah, essen- fresh. essentially that's just something that um i don't know like is individual to me like mm-hmm. my mom had a school so i would just start teaching it was like inevitable yeah. it was like yeah. okay your mom's son i just started teaching whatever so i think yeah dance in the bigger picture of it for me is just like it's how far you can just take it do you yeah. know what i mean and where it can take you i remember actually we did like i wrote something out i saw on my instagram um from doing a job and i just wrote afterwards the places dance can take you mm-hmm. you know what i mean and yeah. it's like when people ask me if they should study dance i ask them like where would they go and what experiences would they have in another job? Yeah. And then compa- like, compare it to like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Where yeah. dance can take you yeah. in your life. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And it's really a blessing because I don't think like that many people 
well, not that many people are dancers when you look at like the big ratio of people, of people no. and how like fortunate we are to have that, or if mm-hmm. you, whether people fall into it or whatever their views are with it. The mm-hmm. fact that you have it is something that's amazing. So yeah, yeah just trying to make, make power of it. If, yeah. I, if I'm making sense. No, no, completely. Yeah. I think it's interesting. <laughs> um, I feel like, I like we're, to chat. we're very fortunate to be in the position we're in. Um, but I also think with that has come sacrifice, you know, like mm-hmm. everyone goes, oh, you're lucky. Like luck is a part of it. Yes. Luck is the fact that I had a, a good support system around me, uh-huh. good people around me to help me get there. But still my effort and hard work wasn't luck. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that's what got yeah. us this. And then the fact that we get to, you know, go abroad, get paid to go abroad. And, yeah. It's a bit you know, nuts. Like I say it all the time, like, I come off stage halfway through my show and I go, mm-hmm. all them screaming crazy drunk women out there, I'm getting paid for that. Like, yeah. that's just stupid. Yeah. And there's people out there <laughs> saving lives, doing real shit. <laughs> Funny enough, we did a show last night, right? Um, we were in Barnstable. Cool, cool. Barnstable. Barnstable. Not a lot of pop. I think that's how Not a lot pop in there, but it's all right. Cool, cool. And, uh, Wait, I've been down there once. That's like um, by Cornwall, like... Mm, kind of Devon, kind way, of? yeah. Yeah, Devon. Devon, that's it, yeah. Um, cool. And obviously it was Remembrance Day yesterday. Yes, yes. And there was the Lord or the Mayor of Barnstable was walking down with his suit on and he had like five other older gentlemen in their suits. Yeah. And they were walking past us and I said to the boys, I was like, how insignificant do you feel right now? Mm-hmm. Like they were walking past and they all had like eight medals on their chest. Like <laughs> obviously they've done amazing things for our country. Yeah. And then one of the boys went, yeah, but it's perspective, isn't it? Because just know they're going home to a happy wife tonight and they're going to guess them because you've given them a good night. Oh, I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, was yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, there's it's some like, perspective. You've got your role in it somewhere. Yeah, you've got your role in the circle <laughs> of life somewhere. Quality. But it's, it is weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think sometimes... Um, I feel like we have to like slap ourselves and realize that this is our job. And do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just crazy. Like from when I remember I was on holiday, my dad, this would, my dad always reminds me and says, like, I remember you were asking me if there's any money in dance, like, if you could do this. Cause I had very much like a switch as like when I was at school, I knew I wanted to dance from really young mm-hmm. and that was it. Like I was really focused and I didn't want to be distracted from, you know what I mean? Yeah, Something yeah. that I, I, it just took me in that way I remember having that conversation clearly with my dad him saying like yeah like you you can do it and yeah. then to like reflect back now on that time later it's, it is you know I have a like a little bit of a saying I try to live by of like reflect but not for too long yeah. you know but it is nice to take those moments to be like oh okay cool like yeah it's happening or I'm doing it you know yeah. what I mean um, yeah it's encouraging definitely so, so did you get into dance because of your mum's dance school yeah it's kind of crazy actually um, I was mad about football first you still so, are yeah I still am yeah <laughs> all of us gooners you know um, but yeah it's like coys, coys, coys. <laughs> we're taking it there <laughs> <laughs> not on it yeah um, and my mum started up boys street dance classes mm-hmm. um, literally in the dance school at the centre where I live in the community and I was like, okay, cool. I'll go to make you happy. Um, and I was just dragged around by my mom. She would just make me do random dances or just be there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I started going. I didn't even really enjoy it for like a year. I was just there. I can't just, even really remember what was happening. Just a body. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, literally just a body. And just to support what my mom was doing, I was just there. Oh. As I said, I was still crazy about football. How old are you? Um, about eight. And I yeah. think this was probably between about eight and ten. And then I got to about 10, so this is like the change going into senior school. And I think I was playing 11 aside at the time. And we had, we had a good team. A lot of good footballers were mm-hmm. in Essex where I grew up. Um, and it just came to a space where I wasn't enjoying it no more. 
I think it was like with football, I felt like there was a lack of like, I think just a lack of teamwork, a lack of like the, the energy just wasn't positive. It was Everyone. like very classic, typical Sunday league kind of energy. Everyone did it for the sake of doing it. Yeah, it got to a point where it was just a habit and everyone's turning up. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the team just didn't gel. You have sick players, but and then yeah. Anyway, so I'm dancing at this point, and then um, we get like a new teacher, and this guy called Ricky, um, who was going to teach us. I remember he came, and we were just all like, "Okay, whatever." Like, yeah. yeah. And he came, and probably like, I'd say a couple of months, and it really just shifted. And I was like, I want to be at dancing all day, and I don't really want to be at football no more. Yeah. And like I was. I was good at football and I wouldn't say like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. who knows? Cause like you're young and everyone, every boy who's 11 thinks they're good at football. Yeah. So but, everyone's going to be a pro. Yeah. I was the first one to give up in the team, which yeah. was like a big statement because I was like, obviously you felt that pressure of like, everyone's like, yo, like who's going to be the first one to do it? And I was like, listen guys, like I'll still play for the school. Mm. Uh, Cause we had a sick school team, but I'd, I, I was fortunate enough to be in that still without mm. playing Sunday league. But I just bounced and was like, yo, I want to be at dance all day. And, um, yeah, like literally, um, yeah, Ricky was dancing in Boy Blue at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asked us to go watch one of his shows. He was at Barking College. This is about 2002, 2003, I think. Mm. Yeah, he asked us to go. Um, and we went to watch a show. And I was just mind, like mind blown from there. And then straight away after that, he asked us to go watch. Um, he had a production company called DRD. It was him, another guy called Darren. And I can't remember the other guy's name actually, but they did a show at Stratford Circus and Boy Blue were performing that night as well. And I remember watching it and coming back and it was like, you know, like Kemrick, I think like Mokhtar Marlon, like loads, loads of them, the boys from back in the day. Oh, geez. Yeah, 100%. And I think those guys were a huge inspiration to like a lot of us guys. Yeah, you know what I mean, that was sure. dancing. And I think, um, yeah, I, I was just, even from, I remember watching that show and just being like, wow. Like, because I'd never seen anything like that. We would yeah. do competitions in Essex, but we would be like the best there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like no one could touch us because we had soundtracks and whatever else. Everyone else was still mixing things via like tapes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and we would come like, come out, come out with these sound effects and stuff. Um, so that was kind of how we were learning dance festival. And that's yeah. where like all the popping and stuff came from because Ricky was teaching us like waving, popping. And it, I would have been like 10, 11 at the time. Mm. And yeah, to me, it was like the one thing he, even though the foundations weren't like fully there, he taught us about feeling. Yeah. And he would really like feel the music when he moved. And then, you know what I mean? It yeah, was yeah. like, it was incomparable because you didn't have YouTube back then. You didn't have Instagram. So you would like literally you had to be there on Saturdays to see what we were doing. Yeah, otherwise and, you don't have a clue. Yeah, otherwise you didn't have a clue. And we had like we had a dope team of guys, and I think we all grew up together. Like obviously, then like you got Surf came out, and we all went crazy thinking we Every were. I shit thought I was a fanboy. Yeah, I thought I was a Marion. I was like, <laughs> oh my, see, that's funny. it's funny just that phase that we went see, through. Of wait, you got so <laughs> so you wanted to be in a Marion's clip. <laughs> I, see, I wanted to be in Wade's crew. I wanted bro. to be in Wade's crew. You I and Kyle. To, uh, yeah, bro. Me and, me and Kyle used to have uh, peroxide blonde hair <laughs> and we'd have the big Wade spikes, bro. We both had the same spikes. Yeah, so my boy Gilbert, Mike James, as a yeah. lot of people know him as, he had the um, he had the spikes. Like yeah, He just naturally bro. had that kind of hair. So a lot of people used to say, oh, I like that. I thought all the white boys did. Yeah, Clearly yeah. I'm wrong. No, bro. I don't know what it was. Marlon was just too cool in the film. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just like the film's still sick now, by the way. Bro. You know and I mean? some of the best dancers yeah, ever in that. Exactly. Film. I think it was like definitely game changing for guys. And obviously at a similar period of time, I think I went to watch Usher Tour for like my fourteenth birthday. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, obviously Justin came out of that period of time. Mm-hmm. So it was a real like I guess pivotal time for dance, for, especially for, for, for men. men, for men, yeah. straight yeah, yeah. men, a hundred percent. You know, yeah. it went from Britney, like feminine, feminine yeah. Brian Freeman vibe dancing to mm-hmm. to so, like yo, that shit's cool, cool as fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean, it really had a big impact on my life I think mm-hmm. and like all I wanted to do like we would go out to like this place called Sam's where I live and bro it was the lick everyone used to go right yeah. in Essex for like it, yeah so we used to go to these like nappy nights like under 18s yeah. and all these dancers would be there and we would just serve them up we would go battle each other just like to just because... dance and be like yo like yeah just to like literally go and try and, and battle each other and see who can get girls like that's real how it's started yeah, like, when people say that I know it sounds corny but that was literally but, what we were well, doing no that's legit yeah. bro when we were <laughs> when we were 16, 17 yeah. me, Kyle and Bebo Reckless yeah, yeah, Lee yeah. Crowley used to go out in Newport to this club and they knew uh, me and Lee were like I think me and Lee were 16 and Kyle was 17 uh-huh. so Kyle would drive us and we'd go out and they'd let us in the the adult club mm-hmm. like do you mean over 18s they'd let us in and they'd give us free drinks if yeah. we danced all night that's hilarious bro we used to go in we used to like i couldn't even fucking do shit <laughs> yeah. but i thought i was you're doing bad. the freeze got that yeah. old kick bro we used to fucking baby just freeze all night yeah i know those are good times you know what i mean and it's just like you guys are the dancers in your hometown yeah like, everyone would know like yeah Sam definitely oh that guy that dances and yeah yeah that was kind of like my identity really from when i was younger do you know what i mean and um yeah, they were definitely good times, man. And we like all speak about them like well, every so often. They come mm-hmm. up in conversation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think then from there, like that transitional period started to happen of like, yo, like I really want to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, which was like, I don't know. I feel like from me coming from a background like like Essex, it was different because I, I didn't really know anyone who had like gone into, do you know what I mean? Gone with, yeah, do, gone into dance as a career because one thing of, growing up in an area that's quite comfortable is it's quite a safe environment and like people like they're not really um also really not motivated because they definitely are motivated like coming from low and middle class backgrounds. They, they live safe lives yes they live safe lives yeah. and i felt like being honest like i felt like from early like from my, even from when i was younger from when i was like 10 i was on sylvia young's agency and my we, we, i did like a couple of adverts and stuff as a kid like for disney and mm-hmm. whatever my mum used to like make me go up to london so i was used to that level of independence already that I was going up and taking classes from like going to pineapple open day or whatever when I was up 14, like trying to take a free class or whatever. Like, so I was used to that sense of independence. And I think like, yeah, coming from Essex, it was interesting. I may be a bit of a battle for me because you've got this like safe, it's like two lives, you know what I mean? Whereas I was wanting to dress a bit differently to the other guys like they're wanting to wear, like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Certain things. And like, like you said, like fashion was different back then. It wasn't maybe so accessible. So like I would like come in rocking my TNs that I got from Stratford in the mall, not even in Westfields, bro. Like, (laughs) and people be like, yo, like, damn, that guy's got TNs. Like bubbles on your feet. Yeah. Like that's what, where did you get those? Everyone else has got Stan Smith's on. But I copied Ricky. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone else has got Stan Smith's and shorts and yeah <laughs> <laughs> just playing tennis or golf after school yeah do you know what i mean not that i, did, I didn't used to like kick it with those guys as well do you know what yeah. i mean but i think um yeah it was definitely like so a bit of a battle but yeah just like figuring out who you are because there's a lot of when you live in that kind of safe environment that small town mentality yeah. there's a lot of following happening yeah and i was just like yo like i and just to, to be the one yeah. that's going to be different is hard oh, it's really tough it's man. really hard like, I, I did it with kyle yeah like me and kyle had each other uh-huh like and everyone who listens to the podcast knows Kyle's been my best friend since I was 13. Yeah. And we Love still Carmen. we still live together now. We're which 20, is amazing. We're 28. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We've done our whole careers and journeys. Like, so yeah. we've always had like 
Ant and Deck. Do you know what I mean? We're like yeah. Ant and Deck with Tweedledee and Tweedledee. I love that, man. But to yeah. do it on your own, I can't imagine how hard that would have been because we got stick, but there was two of us. Mm-hmm. So it was like at rugby when they'd go and the awards go, the yeah. two gayest in the team, Billy Elliott's. Yeah, me of and course. him, we go out and be like, oh, well, at least there's fucking two of us. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it was, it was challenging at times. I think like... I mean, I never really got stick for it in that way, but I think it was more like people just didn't understand where I was at. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. And I'd even like, I don't know, like listen to music. I would always dance like everywhere and people mm. just kind of like, oh, okay, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, yeah, I felt like I was on my, uh, like, I don't know, just moved by certain things already and mm. was like, okay, I need to explore this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I knew that I wanted to be artistic. I loved artistic things um, as well as like, I liked sports and stuff too. But yeah, I just felt my energy was going in that direction. Whereas mm. I felt like a lot of other people, it was a bit more like, okay, I do this. I go sixth form because everyone's going sixth form. And yeah. don't get me wrong, it's incredible and amazing because uh, talent goes way further than dance, mm-hmm. just in my views. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, completely. Um, so it's amazing, like people getting their education in uni, but I just felt that I was called for something else. Mm-hmm. So that meant I had to like disconnect in yeah. a way. Um, otherwise, being honest, maybe a little bit too much, but I felt like dis- distracted yeah. maybe at that period of time. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so it was definitely like I felt very fortunate that I found something that I enjoyed doing. Yeah. Um, from when I was younger, and I think that's like it's like when people ask what they really want to do, and I think it's just peaking your interests. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like that's something so important. I'm sure even with this, you were like, it's something that just consistently interests you, and then you show that initiative to be like, why am I so interested in doing this? Yeah. More than I am like that bit more than I'm interested in doing other things. And yeah. That's kind of like. Yeah, where your purpose goes, you know what I mean? I was thinking about this for about four or five months. I bet, bro. And then I I just finally, I actually listened to an audio book. Yeah, cool. Um, I can't remember what it was called, Mm -hmm. but it was dope. And basically he says, like, anything that there's a a slight interest in it, why are you not trying? Mm -hmm. Like, that's basically what he's saying. Definitely. And it's very, like, a grown-up book. He's like, he's telling you, he's like, man, the fuck up, step up to the challenge. Like, mm. if there's something that you desire, the only reason you're not going to get it is because you're being a bitch and you won't chase it. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? For and sure. I, and then I always remember Joe Rogan, his saying, saying, conquer, you're in a bitch. And the only thing that was stopping me from like starting it. a podcast was not my opinion of me was everyone else's. Sure. And everyone going, why the fuck is Kane doing that? Like, mm-hmm. who do you think he is to? do a podcast mm. you know what I mean and it was conquer you're in a bitch but that was just my insecurities of other people's opinions and then sure. I was like wait they're irrelevant I'm mm-hmm. doing this for me yeah like, <laughs> this is my own enjoyment and yeah. if people benefit then they do yeah no I totally get you and I think like you followed your own initiative and mm-hmm. that speaks v- so loudly yeah you know what I mean like within itself and taking like leadership in what you're doing you know what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. and I think that's like something that's inspiring man like I remember when you first posted it out I was like yo bro I think this is dope just mm-hmm. to see someone like, do you know what I mean? Like changing yeah, yeah. the game in their own way. And I think that's what it comes down to. Like you imagine everyone changing the game in their own initiative and own ways. And the way obviously like there's so much access to books, like audio books, mm-hmm. like even videos. I was watching something last night with like, the way I actually sent it to someone I was, I was inspired by. I was like, yo, like there's just so much information to be inspired by. Yeah. That I think it's like our responsibility to stay inspired. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I feel yeah. like as artists, we can easily feel like, oh okay like i'm not inspired like this choreo whatever and it's like yo like you know what i mean yeah like literally just create it yourself yeah, you know yeah. what i mean like if you're not inspired and that's like yeah i'll get on to like subjects of us talking about the plan which is like my academy back home and just that initiative i didn't even realize that it was going to be like an academy in that way yeah. you know what i mean or the yeah. plan and like for people just to strive forward with purpose you know what i mean yeah and um 
I don't know. I'm going a bit off subject, yeah. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I feel you. So when you left high school, yes, what was what happened? Did you go to dance college? Yeah, I did. I did. So I auditioned in year eleven. Um, I auditioned at a few different places, and I got. I think the places I got offered was performers and Italia Conti at mm-hmm. the time, and performers kind of near to my house. But actually, my neighbour, um, she worked at Italia Conti. So I felt like there was an arm around me there. It's weird, like yeah, one of those can, things where you you like, can get a lift to work. Life is about choices. <laughs> you can lift to college. Life is about choices. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And there's moments where you look back and think like, "Yo, if I'd have gone right there when I went left or whatever," but it could be a whole different yeah, story. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. And that yeah. was like one of them. So yeah, I went with it. I think I always dreamed about going to college in London as well. And um, I went to I went to watch the summer show with my mum. So I'd have been I just turned sixteen. And we were like, if the summer show is good, then I'm definitely going. Yeah. And we watched it. And actually, um, Nick Gilligan, like yeah. he was, uh, he, I think he was leaving, but I remember yeah. him being in the summer show and I was like, oh, this guy's sick. Yeah, he been with Mark Ballas and yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, so there was like a legacy there at the school with mm. like Mark Ballas, Derek Hough. And then like, you know, like when- Derek Hough's sister, isn't it? Judy yeah, Ann, yeah. She went there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a, definitely a legacy at the school, which I think I connected with as well. I was like, yeah, I want to, do you know what I mean? Step into that, like yeah. just into that environment where it was like, um, yeah, inspiring to be around. Mm. So yeah, I went there at 16, um, which I actually was basically, there was two courses. So one was like the year intensive and you went straight into second year. So I didn't get offered funding mm-hmm. for like the three-year course. So yeah. you re-auditioned to like get funding. And yeah. then after the end of the year, I worked my ass off like, and I got a full scholarship for the next two years, yeah, which was so. like, yeah, man, it was definitely like incredible. Like and saving I feel like, 10 Gs a year. Bruv, I feel like I owe them a lot, yeah. you know, and the school knows like it definitely has like a, it's like a home, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? In that way where yeah. I'm like, I feel like there's very much that kind of environment there where it's like, yo, it's just, it's really, everyone that have been to Conti is like, you all know each other in that yeah. way, which is like quite, it's quite special. It's quite nice. You know what I mean? And like my best friend from back home, he has like something like that because he went to Cambridge and his brother went to Cambridge and they have that kind of, yeah. do you know what I mean? Energy when they talk about it. So yeah, anyways, it's it's definitely, um yeah, it's definitely cool. Did you enjoy your time at Conti's? Um, I loved, my first year was definitely like the best year of my life up to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, The second year is like, get your head down and do what you need to do. And I feel like, you're growing a lot um, as a as a as a male, like at 17, 18 years old as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You're just like making you got- dumb decisions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like missing class. Like why are you missing class? Let alone like, trying to figure out tondus and plies. You're trying bro, to figure out you know I mean? why. You- I, I'm looking in the mirror at another guy, being like, okay, cool. Just trying to catch it two yeah. seconds later. Yeah. That's all a lot as well. Because I came from like obviously we'd done like contemporary and stuff, but I came from like obviously like a a choreography background, but with like doing you know, a bit of the street dance style. So to be stepping into a ballet class every day was a big switch for me. Do you know what I mean? I've gone from Brentwood, yeah. Brentwood County High to yeah. then go into yeah. being in tights every day. <laughs> what, what is this jockstrap thing? Yo, yeah, I'm like, What's I'm turning this? up in the wrong stuff on the first day. Like What's that this kind of rope guy. in my ass? <laughs> yeah, bro. Bro, yeah, that's a lot of things. I, I do not miss that. That's no. one thing. I do not miss miss having ballet. Well, actually, I actually really enjoy ballet, but I don't miss wearing the attire every yeah. day. If you could do it in your sweats, you'd be chilling. Bro, then it would be cool. Do you know what I mean? Because it really is like, yeah, the fundamentals of dance. Like when you feel better when you're, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, it's been a long time now, but I did at that <laughs> period of time. People um, always say to me, so um, are you a trained, are you trained? <laughs> and I go, has it got an expiry date? Because <laughs> It's funny, was, just that perception. I was trained, <laughs> not anymore. Yeah, I, I definitely expired a while back, bro. Yeah. No, I didn't, but... Yeah, I loved it, man. I had I felt like 
the first two years, sorry, we got onto the um, first two years. So the first year was amazing. Yeah, yeah like uh, it was everything I wanted up to that point. Studying dance full time, sixteen yeah. in London, like it's dope. College parties, everything was sick. Yeah. Second year was like, okay, I need to improve. Like they're harsh on you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You don't really. It's tough you're not, love. You're not a baby like, anymore. Yeah. Let me see, like, if you can be in that space where I need you to be for like employment in two years time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So second year is like they don't mess about. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like everything's like you. you you need, I need more from you. And you're mm. like, giving everything you got, I need more. You know what mm. I mean? And then by the time we got into third year, I think um, at that period of time, my I'd started to get like a couple of like small gigs and stuff and started to explore the industry. And I was always taking classes and stuff outside anyway. Mm. But I think at that period of time, it was hard because the college is quite traditional in its ways. And yeah. I wanted to go in a different direction to everyone else. So a lot of people like obviously got that musical theatre set up. And bear in mind, this is like back in 2010. Mm-hmm. So they've got that musical theatre set up, but I'm like 18, turning 19, wanting to, do you know what I mean? Hip-hop junkie. Yeah, wanting to be like, uh, I don't know, like commercial hip-hop dancer, whatever. So I feel like I was in that space where I was like not really, I had to work out a lot of stuff for myself, yeah, put yeah. it that way. There was no one being like, like when I left college, even like the first people I met in the industry was like Wolfgang, Ashley, obviously uh, Lyndon, people that I was kicking it with. Like these guys, Wolfgang actually was still at uni. Mm. I met them when I was like, I think 18? And we really connected because we all wanted to do the same thing. Me, Wolfgang, Ashley, and Andre. So obviously they had their duo parallel at the time. This is before like they were like on the scene in that way. Um, So yeah, we was like, yeah, 18. Um, Yeah, sorry, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, this is what in, happens when you have a coffee and then do an interview, guys. There comes a point where you go, "Wow, this is a load of information." You're in, you're in third year, and <laughs> yes, everyone yes, else is yes. musical theatre. You met your click. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I just think like I just had to. Oh, I was saying like none of them lot actually were around yet. Mm-hmm. So it got into a space where I was like having to go to auditions. Like, I wouldn't even dress right for auditions because all I knew was like what I was wearing to college. I didn't have no money and yeah. stuff. Like my swag was whack. You like, didn't know who to ask advice yeah, from and checkered shit. shirt and Converse's bro. That was like what I was rocking back in the day. And yeah. then I would see like, I remember I met you early on. I was like, oh, Kane's doing his thing. You know what I mean? And like, I think I went to a Peter Andre audition when I'd left, which gave me more of an idea. Like I started to like find my own style a bit, like Kemrit took yeah, it yeah. and it was uh, a, you were there, I yeah, think. Danceworks. Yeah. yeah, 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 at Danceworks. Yeah. That, was a do- that was a dope audition it as was, well. It was, but it pissed me off. Yeah, I got was, to the very end of I remember of and thing. they switched you out. And then they switched me out yeah. and they were like, oh, was it we Mikey? Need- yeah, and they went, <laughs> they went, <laughs> we, need you, we need you to have dark hair. Yeah, I remember. I was like, I've been ginger for six yeah. hours, you fucking prick. Yeah, that's a lot. Not a Kenrick. But yeah. whoever the whoever's choice that was, yeah, that's I was a lot grinding, boy. I but bruv, this... that was like on. I remember that being on, like you know, um, the hustle. But yeah. it was called dance. Was it dance cast first of all? I don't know. I, I remember that was on like then. the. That was on like when Facebook was like popping in 2010, and I saw it like Peter Andre audition. I was like, yo, I'm game. I'm down. And um, it was sick to have like all the guys. I remember like Michael Simon. That was when I first met Michael Simon, who's one of my boys. Um, obviously, John Ken, was there. John everyone. was there. I remember John doing the B twist, which was sick. Yeah. Um, I was like, damn, I didn't know he could do that. Um, John was there. Could. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Joker. Um, yourself, like uh, Lyndon took it. Rob Anker. There was oh, there was a load of great people in the room, and it was even inspiring. Like just a yeah, like, that was a first. good audition. Though. Yeah, it was. It was. Sick. I remember them switching me out though, because they they sat, stood us in a V, in it, mm-hmm. and I was second. The the head of the V was in front of me, and then I was second to the right because I was one of the smallest. Yeah, and I was like, I've got it, I've got it, I fucking got this job. And yeah. then they're like, Can we just switch you for someone else? And they switched me out, and I was like, I'm Fuck sure it was you. Mikey. They oh, yeah, they for. did. It's it a vague was, memory. It was, I have. No, it was Mikey, 100. Yeah, of course it was. Twat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. 
Yeah, no, it's good times, man. I remember like first coming into the industry and I was like, at times, like, I think this would have been, yeah, moving into 2010, 2011. And I really like connected with Miha's class because Miha's someone who like I learned a lot from. Yeah, I used to see you in Miha's at 68 a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I think even at that point, like I said, like I wasn't, I felt like there was a lot of growth to happen for me to then be on stage in regards to where I wanted to be. Yeah. I knew I could dance well. I was almost a bit introvert about it. Mm. But I wouldn't necessarily tell everyone. Whereas like in an industry where everyone wants a spotlight, like you got to know that you're an extension of yourself. And like when you're in the room, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're just, you're there to, cause you want the spotlight, not, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's just that, yeah, just understanding certain things of like the way to get yourself opportunities. Yeah. Cause being an yeah. introvert in this business is challenging. It is. Yeah. Definitely. It's going to be hard for you to be mm. recognized. It's going to be hard for mm-hmm. you to notice if you're not going to be open and yeah, yeah, yeah. St- about stuff and, talk to people and mm-hmm. be outgoing it's going to be 100%. hard for people to spot you i, I remember you. you being quite quiet you're always stood in the back of the class you're always mm. quiet it's mad you're, isn't it? you're just like that assassin you got your shit you learned your shit you did it mm. and you left yeah whereas I, I was the loud twat in the corner <laughs> messing around but and you knew what you, an idiot you, yeah but it, that was you know you were yourself and comfortable in yourself and i think that was something that i appreciated always yeah. like knowing you from back then and being like oh yeah like you were killing it you knew what you wanted to do and you knew your goals and you went for it which was something, do you know what I mean? I, I, just think, knew, like, I just knew I was in control of my own destiny. Yeah, which is I sick. knew that whatever I put in, I'm going to mm-hmm. get out. And I was, I was willing to take that sacrifice of mm-hmm. playing around and messing around at times because that was the enjoyment of it. Yeah, and I yeah, always cool. remember, always remember seeing people and them not enjoying the process because I mm-hmm. went to dance college and I fucking hated it. Mm, and that's okay. why I left dance college. I dropped yeah. out. Because I hated it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool, I need to make this a fun thing again. Because before yeah, yeah, I came yeah. to dance college, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I need to find that again. Yeah, you know I mean? sure, so for sure, me, sure. it was about keeping the fire burning definitely. and learning at the same time. Cool. Yeah, no, that's it's, it's definitely interesting when you first step in. Yeah. I think when you first step in, you're learning so much that like you're wanting to, there's goals in dance, right? And like you set those goals. And then when you're trying to achieve them, you're just like, just going for gold. You're just focused. And I think there was definitely pivotal moments where I think like, I became more awake mm-hmm. and I think like I remember seeing you like when I'd when you just got back from LA like from 2016 and you were like yo bro like you're on the scene like now like dope like when you had yeah. gone I kind of yeah. stepped in that's what happened I remember yeah, when yeah. I was leaving you was when I was leaving you were still quite quiet and yeah, yeah. you're doing your thing and mm-hmm. then I came back and when I was away I was so not connected with what was happening of here. Of course. And it's difficult was, in LA as it is. I was with so time not connected and, with yeah. what was happening yeah. here. I was so caught up in my own drama and my own problems and my mm-hmm. own hustle. And I of came course. back and I was like, Sam's doing Rita Ora. Like Sam's in oh, China. Jokes. Do you jokes. know what I mean? I was like, Sam's fucking booking gigs. Like jokes. in that three year space, you went from being the, <laughs> the person who was like auditioning and doing well to the person who was direct booking shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was um, it was a quick change, I guess. Like, what do you think made that change? Um, wow, good question. I think believing in myself—that's the biggest thing. Confidence, a hundred percent. And just yeah, I think just putting yourself like literally in a position of like I imagine myself like maybe being on stage or whatever and embracing and being that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like manifestation, really. I yeah. think that was a big thing of it um i think training hard you know what i mean yeah um you're training hard to try and get into that position and work ethic mm-hmm. all the time because it was i think yeah it all came so quickly it's like that saying when you just like well, i don't know like the waterfall just it will just come you know what i mean mm. and you like you just have to be prepared for that moment like before you know it 
you're doing X Factor like three times in one season and I hadn't done X for like a long time and I was yeah. like, oh, you know, it was whatever, X Factor, just another gig. But like, you know what I mean? It's, well, it it's was... only another gig when you've done it lots of times. Yeah, yeah. When you've not true. had much experience about it, it's not just another gig. It's well, That was my dream job once upon mm. a time. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now I'd go, mm-hmm. no, nah, I'm all right because I don't need that. Yeah. Or, I I'm not you. seeking that that feeling or yes, that energy course. anymore but of once course. upon a time Your that goals was have changed that was my be all and end all yeah definitely and i think for that to all be happening it was crazy because i feel like even though that was all happening at times it was i don't know i feel like it's so important just to um like soak in the ride that you're on mm-hmm. because i think that like i don't know like i think sometimes you're so going through the motions and things are changing so quickly but you're not necessarily taking the time to savor the moments oh you know be present I mean? yeah yeah exactly and i think that was something that that those whole experiences definitely taught me i enjoyed i loved like everything and all of them and obviously like still ongoing now like mm-hmm. i feel like yeah it's um yeah i definitely felt like a sense of achievement i guess mm. at that certain point and i think just for me that i was being but to, to like be myself in that yeah. way yeah. and I think that was a big achievement for me because I felt like my ideals and like how I wanted to be on stage and like just how to be how I wanted to be employed do you yeah. know what I mean mm-hmm. um I think that was like yes I got yeah. there you know what I mean did, did you ever have obviously you said you had Ricky when you first started dancing who kind yeah. of guided you and a huge and mentor fought, bro, a huge yeah. mentor like mm-hmm. uh when I first I always had people which I wanted to be like yeah. until I found another inspiration. So like my first one was Glenn Ball. Like yeah, cool. I wanted to be like Glenn Ball when I was doing dance competitions. I mm. wanted to get paid to dance. And then mm-hmm. when I started getting paid to dance, I wanted to hang out with like Cisco and BB and stuff because mm-hmm. they were they were doing all the jobs. Yeah, and, get you. But then when I was gravitating towards that, I didn't like how I moved. I didn't enjoy the dancing. I didn't enjoy the okay. music as much. It didn't yeah, feel sure. it didn't feel f- sincere. I felt like I was pushing through. Mm-hmm. Then I met John Graham and I was like, da da. Yeah. Yeah, like you found your I thing. found my holy grail. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like sure. for me, I found someone that I could, I could follow and take a lot from because it's someone that I related to. Interesting. Did, did you have someone like that after Ricky within the industry? Definitely. I think for me it was a weird ground first of all because I was the commercial guy in the hip hop industry in the hip hop circle, mm-hmm. but in the in the um like commercial circle, I was like the hip hop guy. So I was like, why am I? I felt like yeah, just like the way that I moved, I had it took me a moment to be like, where is my lane? You know yeah. what I mean? Um and I think that for me, like there was like Ryan Chapel at the time. Um what a G. Yeah, what a guy. Please what come a... back and teach. Yeah. Just like once. Truth. Just do like a house class or some shit. Truth. Yeah. And he was really um yeah, really kind to me as well. Like he really He's a fashion designer now. Yeah, amazing one as well. He's killing it. Which is sick. And he yeah, he was really kind and helped me out with like advice and when I was more introvert said like yo you can do it like, I, I just need more from you even like Carlos was around at that period of Carlos time Neto. yeah I think like um, obviously John um, and Miha uh, were big influences definitely yeah. in yeah. regards to like that level of guidance obviously because yeah, I think Miha was, was like the first set that I'd done actually. I was yeah. like 19. Yeah, you did it at Kids Take yeah. Control 2011. Cl- yeah, and I was clinging on the whole That's set. That's right. I'm, 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 I'm right, aren't I? Kids <laughs> you Take are, Control. You are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I came to the rehearsal and learned it, but I couldn't do the show. I remember the first rehearsal. You carry Tomashka. Yeah. <laughs> it was, a few of you. Yeah, it was anyway, really cool. Anyway, shout out to Mimi. Yeah. Most people gone. listening now will have no idea who Miha yeah. is, I think. Yeah, yeah. Miha Matovic. Yeah. Just YouTube him, man. Yeah, what He's a guy. one of a kind. He really is. So he, talented. Such a talent. And just like, he made me listen to music differently. That's oh one God. thing I would say. Yeah. So training-wise, Miha, I think Ken was a massive, Kenrick was a massive mm-hmm. influence as well. 
Um, Do you know I, think... I never took my first Kenrick class until I was 26? Wow, you've missed out. I know. Yeah. And now when I do it, I'm like, I'm broken. Yeah. <laughs> Stam- you, stamina. He, mm. pu- he pushes you beyond. Mm. I think the whole process, like I got to do Olympics with Ken, I think I was 20, and I was actually turning 21, and that was quite just a pivotal year, 2012, and there was loaded answers that I had looked up to and to be, do you know what I mean? It was just, sorry. God, I, yeah, I was I, like, why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm wetting myself because I remember you all doing the Olympics. And do you remember me and John did that fake audition call? Um, oh, yeah, wait, with, um, for, for the, yeah, wait, for, for the suit and tie. Am I talking about this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was this suit and tie? No, the wait. Usher one. We said there was an Usher audition. <laughs> and we told, we put a, we messaged Thomas, Simon, me and John saying, because we were like the only two people not doing the Olympics, mm-hmm. like out of all of our friends and shit. Yeah. And we, we said that there was an audition for um, Usher and Amy Allen was choreographing it because, and I was direct booked because I'd just done Jason I think you Derulo. guys have done that a few times. Yeah, we've done it, but this one was the best. And Thomas was asking like all these questions and I was like, yeah, you need white gloves, bro. They say we're all black and you need to take white gloves. And then Thomas started messaging Jerry saying, what's this audition? And Jerry started messaging people trying to find out information about this audition. And everyone's like messaging each other. Such dicks. Me and John You're are getting messages dicks. from all different people like, yo, how'd you, yeah. where's, this, where's this audition? And it's we're the like, timing and the way that you, the way that John has the idea and when he does it. And we're like, like, tomorrow at 9am at Dance, yeah. dance Attic. It didn't yeah, yeah. fucking exist. And people were, man. people got their headshots ready. Yeah, people yeah. had the fucking white gloves it's when you hear that like that Usher or Justin people people don't even think like you just be like where is it when why why am I not doing this that was so good (laughs) yeah that's funny man fuck Um, yeah (laughs) sorry to everyone no no worries (laughs) yeah Um, how was the Olympics did you like that amazing yeah it was yeah it was sick just really pivotal moment I think Mm. just in like British culture as well so to be a part of it world culture world culture yeah just to be a part of it 2012 pivotal year it was just sick and amazing people I met a lot like I don't know I just met a lot of incredible incredible people there was a lot of people wasn't there yeah and I actually did my first like commercial jobs with AMCK I think that year yeah just after like doing the half time stuff um, which was yeah which was kind of like my introduction to back in dancing we did like five different artists at half time uh, BB was choreographing a lot of it, which yes, was sick. Yeah. yeah, I remember just getting grilled, being like, "Yeah, you're not doing that right." Yeah. <laughs> First jobs yeah. in that, like, yeah. uh, which was which was cool because then BB's uh, tough love though. Yeah, a couple of years later when we got to do Rita and he was assisting, it was like, do you know what I mean? It was nice. It was kind of that acceptance of like, "Wow, I've seen you grow up to this point." So it's yeah, like sick. refreshing to see, and obviously like, yeah, um, yeah, going into that, that was definitely like a chapter of my life like where we were doing like i think we did like seven months on and off yeah going to asia i'd never gone to asia before for work yeah. and i'd always wanted to but you kind of think like did you like asia? what's the chances i hear mixed things um everyone always says the food oh, shit hong kong was one of the best trips i've ever had yeah just the whole experience was incredible like i had a solo like on tour as well um we had like an hour set i think that we did fresh so it was sick do you know what i mean um and hong kong's like i don't know it's just there's quite a buzz about it yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but then, the, actually, that month I went to Asia three times. I've never been to Asia before. I've been <laughs> to India actually with Thriller. This would have been 2011. Um, but doing, yeah, uh, going to Asia, we went to Shanghai, which was a madness. I can't. Even, we were so tired and so drunk that whole trip. Like I just can't remember even most of it with Israel um and phil and, and jordan we had a good time and then we went to vietnam which was weird because we're in vietnam like near christmas time so it was a bit of a strange experience yeah it's just like, they, bizarre it was just was damp. like there just it was just damp and like very um, did they celebrate christmas 
No, not really. Oh. So the, it was just strange. No like a few days then. before going, yeah, yeah. A, few, f- a few days before going to Christmas, everyone's jet lagged. We're like, do you know what I mean? Doing promo tour in Asia and we're in Vietnam. And it's like, the idea you have in Vietnam is like the Mekong River and yeah. it to be sunny and beautiful, beautiful sunsets. We're in this, like, it looks like fucking England. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking going down the Mekong River. I remember we drank like some sort of snake wine or something. I can't remember what it was. We had a shot of something with snake. Which was messed up, and as everyone's backs turned, I just spat it out like all yeah. in all in the bushes. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Fuck this. yeah, but no, the whole Jordan's the ho- like, I'll have the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan's doing it, having like five or six of them. Yeah, um, and a spliff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we had um, we definitely had a good laugh, and that, I guess that was my first introduction to doing like promo tour. Before mm-hmm. I did a bit, started to like get into a bit more theatre work after that doing Blaze and Into the Hoods in the next year. So, so. you did, th- when, when did you do Thriller? How old did, you did Thriller? What I was, was 19 th- when I stepped in. Is that your first job? Mm, yes. Like, wait, my first job was actually a FIFA commercial and then I yeah, did. Yeah, of course it was. Yeah, which was above, you know those <laughs> ones where you're like, you never booked a job before and then you get. Football and dance. Yeah, football <laughs> and dance. Like we were shooting with Rooney and other shit. It was fun. But it was just like a, it was a quick thing. Commercial, yeah, yeah. Was a couple of days. It wasn't dancing at all. Yeah. But my first actual dance job was a music video for Duffy, which never came out, which I was so no. pissed about. Yeah. So like it was Duffy. She like, was dope. Yeah. I used she, to reti- fancy her. she retired after that. So Bitch. I was so pissed because I was like, yo, I just put this music video. I was 19. We do this thing with Duffy. I can't remember. It was like me, Karim, who I met at that time, Lee Alexander, a few other, few others, and then it didn't come out. And then I got Thriller. I think around May 2011. Mm. Yeah, which was a, like honestly, the whole experience was really dope. You did the tour. Of time. Yeah, sort of. It was a bit of a weird process. I auditioned and didn't get the job, and then someone got injured, and I would just basically just constantly be on tour, fill in, doing different gigs, sick. whatever. Like we got to go to India, where we all had a sick trip, Remember? which was we stayed out in India for another week in Goa, and um, which was we had the best trips. Like me, Rick Buller, um, John Joe, Dan Apple. We just had an amazing time, man. Good group. Yeah, Joel, my boy Joel as well from France. Yeah, and all, a lot of those people I'm still connected with now. Mm. So I think like, it's funny like how in chapters and like... Rick will I, listen to this. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he messages me he, he like every like mm-hmm. same month or six week I'll get a message off him like, <laughs> mate, you're amazing. Shout out to Rick. You're, you're the best. Po- like you're the nicest. You know Rick, you're the, he's, he's the, the nicest human on earth. He'll yeah. be like, like you'll message me like mate your podcast was so good like say all these really <laughs> nice things and then I'll message yeah. back being like fuck you stop messaging me at stupid o'clock in the morning and be horrible to him and he'll be like oh I'm so proud of you love you mate bye oh he's the don like so like you can insult yeah, him miss and his energy around you. all the time he'll tell you he loves you yeah he's just a great guy man I miss his energy being around more often yeah, but you got to move to to Dubai and take all, over the world. You although know it's I mean? good, it's nice that now I speak to him through phone because when it's in person, he spits on you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I've never noticed, but he does, bro. He spits, <laughs> but he yo, spits and he stutters. My sister like actually reminded me of this saying. My sister Sasha, she's like, people come in your life for like a reason, a season, or a lifetime. So it's really like That's I don't know. Dope. I think there's sometimes the chapters where you meet people and you just think like it's just so like. Uh, aligned and you're just like you're literally staring at that person and be like I know we're going to hang out I know we're bo- we're literally boys now like yeah. in that space and that was like a good introduction because there was loads of guys like I can't remember like Jermaine who came one of my good friends Aaron like um, oh, I remember there was just loads of us like Rick and Mikey were on that tour as well so like I connected Pure with so jokers. many so many hilarious people and we just had a great time got Bunch to tour and stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> my etiquette went <laughs> yeah uh, just kidding. How to not be on a job? <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was the best, man. It was cool. Um, so that was 2011. 
but it was very gappy, first of all, being mm. honest. So it was like, whoa, I literally just broke the chair. Oh my God. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> you just broke my housemate's chair. I'll pay for it. No, it's all right. I'll pay for it. It's all right. Are she you won't. sure? Yeah, she's lovely. She Lies. 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 Right, I'm going to sit forwards. I'm still here. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was quite gappy, Fat shit. first of all. So I was, I was teaching a lot as well, which I think um, kept me very grounded. And I think still now it's like, I, th- I think the thing that teaching develop and just developing your style and developing for me, there was three different things and three things I had interest in. One was dancing and then next one was teaching and then obviously choreographing. Yeah. And I realized they're three early on, they're three very different disciplines. Yeah. And what's kind of a mad, uh, not only a madness, but I just felt like, I don't know, it's, it's a thing with dance and how long it takes to get to that level you want to be at. This is teaching is like a completely different discipline. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just, for me it was like I wanted to evolve in all those three areas you know what I mean and felt that it was very natural for me and I enjoyed like dancing teaching and choreographing some people just love dancing do you know what I mean like which is dope like but for me I felt like I was quite split minded Mm. like I would I would release dance videos and stuff like with Wolf and Ash or myself like where I've done video projects and that's often how people would kind of book book me a little bit in a way where they'd be like oh, okay cool like mm. that's how I'd express myself a little bit yeah because people would see like oh, okay that's his style and that's what he does I just remembered like you writing dope bro or something like on my old videos like yeah, back yeah. in the day but yeah thanks for the support back in the day anyway but Always. yeah I think um in that period it was quite gappy so this is from like 2011 to 2014 I was teaching a lot back home where I started the plan which is like basically at my mom's school there was a load of people that were dope at like my style so I was like, all right, cool. Like, this is sick. But I was like, cool, let's call the group The Plan and we were going to do, like, Move It or World of Dance yeah, or yeah. whatever. And then, um, yeah, like, we just, obviously, you need to survive as a dancer. Yeah. And I felt it, it just it all happened very naturally that I create, started creating The Plan. I didn't even really know what it meant at that point. I just liked the name. I was like, that's a dope name. Let's yeah, go with is. that. It wasn't even that deep at the time. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to call it The Plan. Yeah, sick. We're going to do this, that. And then you sort of, have a load of minions do you know what I mean that yeah. are, are dope at your style and your stuff and you're discovering so much whilst you're teaching you know what I mean yeah, you learn about, a lot about yourself about, you're literally trying things go that doesn't work take that out you know what I mean so mm. the whole choreographic process and teaching process of finding my own style I was consistently nurturing that even yeah. behind when people didn't really know does that mm. make sense yeah so like when I was back home and obviously like was people upload on Instagram now but 2013 2014 people wasn't putting snaps up every day we were just like working towards an event yeah, like yeah. this is when I wasn't working dance wise and at that period it wasn't from doing the Olympics I think 2013 I didn't even work much at all I was trained like training mm. um yeah I was like more trying to invest in this yeah yeah um and also I felt always very grounded and connected with the people back home I for some reason not even for some reason but I just felt that people needed more support yeah and it's, and your, I felt mo- like, and it's your mum's school so you've already got a level of respect from people yeah I mean like, I don't even see I mean? it like that but no but you know what I'm saying say, like, yeah like people are already they respect your mum because they come to her school so then yeah. she's put you in a position of authority so they're going to look up to you because you're a product of her yeah it's kind of mad that, do you know what I mean yeah to step into that responsibility first of all was a bit like well because I'm still like discovering things like do you know what I mean about myself dance wise so I'm like I don't even know if I'm there yet to be teaching people and whatever do you know what I mean but it was just really really good to keep trying things that do you know what I mean mm. on people that are very capable because the way that we train dancers there's a lot of industry teachers at the plan you know what I mean mm-hmm. and um yeah we try to obviously within the community try to be at the top of what we're doing mm. and um yeah I think later on it wasn't really until 
be, be honest, like m- not even more recently, but like a year and a half ago, maybe where I really saw like the purpose in what I wanted. And mm-hmm. I just wanted like people to believe in themselves more where I came from. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just people to like, I don't know, like support each other. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then just to be a community, like back from where I live. So that was that part of my life where I was like, yo, like, you know what I mean? Like when I'm not here anymore, I want to have like created this. Made something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had an I'm impact. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly in that way. And it's not even like, it's not about me. And it's like, if I'm not there, the plan still operates. You know yeah. what I mean? It's about trying to start something to open doors for the people do you know what I mean? Coming yeah. after me that I didn't have those doors necessarily open for me. And that was something I I felt really connected with and really passionate about. Because mm-hmm. I think just like, you know, as I said to you, like particularly like as a guy in the industry um, and it being tough, it being hard, which I don't think it's like spoken about enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's just like, oh, you're a boy, you'll be cool. And it's like, yo, yeah, like the it. struggles and the things that we have to deal with and the compromises that you feel like you're like, yo, like, I don't know. I remember like, mm-hmm. I don't know, doing my first gig on X Factor, I was wearing like feathers on my head, like dancing topless, and it's like yeah, wearing pink shorts. And yeah, it's that like, wasn't your idea of cool. Yeah. When you thought you <laughs> I were didn't picture be a dancer. it to be like this. Yeah. Um, I always say that when I did Kylie. I remember being in rehearsals, being like, this is fucking so sick. Yeah. And then I remember doing dress run and they put the costumes on me and I was like wow. I remember you guys wearing a bit yeah the costumes were a bit like I was like I fucking there. hate this. Like I went yeah. from hero to zero real quick. <laughs> and it, it can happen. Still, it was a fun job. It can mean? happen. But but yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. yeah knowing that that is that stuff is just an extension and it's it's just decoration. So you could be dancing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I know what you mean. It does change the feeling of the piece mm. and how you dance and present yourself, doesn't it? Do, do you, you think I mean? the it's everyone always goes oh it's easier for boys because there's less of us, and obviously there's more girls. Mm-hmm. But I think it depends what you mean by us is easier for a boy because if you're a straight guy mm-hmm. getting employed by women or like gay guys that are giving okay. you feminine movement okay and then i mean if you can do mm-hmm. it and you're comfortable doing that then dope to you yeah. but for me i don't feel myself mm-hmm. I, f- I find that a difficult thing yeah so i don't think it's easier <laughs> i think it's your choice or anyone's choice and i think it's just important for us as dancers and as men in the industry do not to be judgmental to what everyone has a different idea of compromising mm-hmm. and like as a dancer and i think yeah, like you, the the beauty of it is, is you have your own ideals and you literally do what you want to do and you are in control of that. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like a lot of people get controlled by the industry, like, or say, say a lot of people, that sounds judgmental, but what can happen is that yeah. people can, can get controlled by the industry because this is where the jobs are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, but for me, I don't I, Yeah, I just felt that, you know what I mean? I didn't, I explored like, do I want to do this m- way of moving? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, like I just it just doesn't feel like it fits with my ideals. And I feel like the more questions you ask yourself, like, what what my are my ideals? Like, how do I like to dance? How do I want to feel? Like, do you know what I yeah, mean? Am I doing this? I'm for expressing the... myself. Like, how? Like, what am I? Yeah. What yeah. am I doing? Do I need to do this? Am yeah. I doing this job for the paycheck or because yeah, I want I want the experience mm. and I want it to feel good? Well, I don't mm. need the money, so why am I doing the job? Yeah. Because I'm not going to enjoy it. So maybe don't invest your time let someone do mm-hmm. it who would really enjoy that or really needs it yeah I agree. whereas if you really need the money then obviously that's your compromise and your sacrifice 100 percent. and i think it's like you compromise what you wish do you know what i mean yeah and that's like i said that's the beauty of it and the art of it that it's like we're all like different and i think that's what's inspiring as well that you're working with different people mm. and you're like yo like everyone is like everyone will be doing one job for the same t- amount of time right and now you're on a different chapter and you're all doing different things mm-hmm. i think that's what's sick about the perspective and outlook of it and being like just trying to learn and be observant of like 
I don't know, like working with people, do you mm. know what I mean? And being inspired by their style and trying to be like, what is that person doing that I can be inspired by and I can apply to me yeah. rather than it be like, do you know what I mean? I feel like it can get deep in regards to like industry politics and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like if you're just focused on yourself and putting energy out that need that you um, are honest and happy with yourself, mm-hmm. then that's, that's all that's important. That's yeah. all that's important. Do you what's, know what I mean? your, what's your goal now for the future? Wow. Good question. Um, my goal now, I feel that I'm definitely not done performing. Like mm-hmm. I still like, I feel like there's much more left in the tank. So I'm just like, to be honest, I feel like right now I'm trying to just be better all the time at what I'm doing. And that's, to be honest, a massive goal for me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say there's like, oh, this TV series or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I yeah. just think it's like, if... If like my print is on it, I'll be there. If that yeah, makes yeah. sense, and I, I feel like yeah, my biggest inspiration right now, like yeah, being totally honest with you, is just being better in the different areas, like life wise, like do you know what I mean? Just being a better brother, being like better um, dance wise, like every yeah. day, just like trying to be that little bit better. That's I know that's very like cliche to say, but well, it is a something good, that's it's a good big. way to see yeah. it because yeah, yeah. if you're putting everything you do into just being a better dancer, then you're going to probably be taken away from another part of your 100%, life. 100%. So, and you know what? I actually saw someone out on Saturday. Uh, was it Saturday night? Damn, was it fr- uh, Friday? I think. And um, Friday into Saturday. Yeah, they like <laughs> stopped dancing, was teaching and stuff and just saying, just saying like that same thing of like when you're, do you know what I mean? Just, I don't know, like looking at the other things that pique your interest. Do you know what I mean? There's like this one side that's concrete and the other side you're like exploring. Do you know what I mean? That your concrete side, you're already building on it. And the other side, you're just exploring like more of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just continuously like, yeah, trying to build. But I think one goal for me, like to extend on that and give you a bit of a clearer answer is um, I feel there's a lane and a space for like us guys to dance in, in the way that we want to, mm-hmm. which I feel like people aren't, um, it was not being utilized within the commercial industry. You yeah. know what I mean? And I feel like passionate about that because there's like, I didn't make the move to LA. I thought about it, yeah. but I felt like my calling was like more with that. And I think mm-hmm. like, yo, like it's just believing like, you believe that you can be a dancer, you do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You believe you can dance for whoever. And it's like just taking that next step and leap of faith and being like, yo, like I know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Trying to stay humble and grounded and not just take each day as it comes. But I know and hope that, you know what I mean? In mm-hmm. 10 years time, I look back and know that I did some choreography and stuff. And that's something. You left be, your print. Yeah, be able to share my print and my experiences. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I think that's definitely something that's a goal. I think on top of that as well, like I love, um, I'd like to like get involved with film, like when I'm quite, quite a lot older. So like direct, directing is something that I've always Sick. liked. And, you know, like me and my, my friend from back home, we're always like just messing around, practicing with cameras and stuff and trying to just get to know more about photography and videography. Mm-hmm. I'm wanting to do like a, a short course at the uh, New York Film School. So I've been looking into that and stuff. Sick. So just like l- literally learning like how things work. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely something um, that I'm interested in. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, as well as like always continuously dancing. And obviously if the right opportunity arises, like I'm there. Well, then you could be I mean? a music director. Yes. Because you understand music videos. You understand. I mean, yeah. You know? Like I feel like it, being oh. honest, I feel like if the project has my name on it and like if I feel for, for me, my ideals and it's a lot about teamwork. Mm-hmm. and that's a massive thing for me now like just being in that space where it's like I life is short and I want to be like surrounded by people that I feel that push value you. my time push me like all these different things where I'm like 
I'm not really interested if like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not going to be spoken to. I'm going to be um, not valued in a certain environment. I just feel that, do you know what I mean? As people are like, I want to be around people that I'm inspired to be around. Like yeah. where I'm like jumping and being like, yo, like, yeah, I can't keep, wait for what It's going to have today. a positive effect on you. A hundred percent. So I think your goals in dance also change in that way where you're like, yo, who am I inspired by? Like, who am I like, even do you know what I mean like yeah. obviously a lot of your peers that you dance with you're inspired by do you know yeah. what I mean because you're around them and you want to dance together and yeah. stuff and it's like yeah just keeping that moving so I'd say like one of the big goals is just to keep working with uh, yeah people that I think are are talented and are pushing me and also are helping me grow to be a better person mm-hmm. that's that's really important Dope. Yeah, and uh, you've recently started your own class <laughs> at bass which we kind of spoke about earlier and I yeah, said to yeah. you how terrifying <laughs> is it and it, uh you kind of said, yeah, it was fucking terrifying. It was. It's exposing in like a really dope way. Yeah. I think it's in a way where you're like, I'm literally, I don't know, you're literally putting your stuff out to the wild world to see, which is like, obviously it's a bit terrifying first of all, mm. like thinking, oh, what are people going to think of my stuff? But it's just believing in what you're doing yeah. and just being like... Um, honest to yourself. Yeah, honest to yourself and watching what you're doing and just going like, it's definitely, obviously thinking like, oh, are people going to come? whatever but to be honest it's like I don't know it's not even about thinking about that because every week is a different experience yeah I think I said that to you before from teaching like you're there and you've got your friends there that's not that busy the next week you don't know anyone coming and then it's twice as busy yeah, as it yeah. was a week before you're like I, I can't make sense of this but yeah. I don't need to make sense of it yeah. you just need to take each week as it comes because class is I feel like that hour and a half for me is more about me sharing and trying to give put people in a better place from when they leave the room from when they come into the room yeah and that's what it's about whether it's yeah. their mood their knowledge mm. their fitness no matter what it is as long as you're having a positive impact it doesn't matter what that impact is I totally is. agree with you I totally agree because sometimes I go to a class and it's like uh, alright I didn't it didn't make me in a better mood but I'm definitely a better dancer from it it's definitely yeah. taught me something I need to know mm-hmm. sometimes I leave a class and I'll go that was a piece of piss I didn't learn anything but fuck I love that song I'm in a great mood yeah, and they're sure. both as valuable just yeah. in different ways yeah no I agree with you it's like, it's like a healthy balance like you can still push people and still learn you know what I mean mm. but then it's still be an environment where you know what I mean I think yeah. that, that's what's hard like you're trying to because different people are coming every week for an open and class for different things yeah for different things and that's people, when, people want to be pro dancers people want to just dance for fun you've got to find a way to cater for everyone you need to push hard enough that yeah, people yeah. are benefiting but not push too hard that you scare away the people who exactly. don't want to be drill sergeant you know what exactly. I mean like yeah. I always say if you just want to dance for fun and yeah. you just want to go and have a good time mm-hmm. Kenrick's class probably isn't going to be for you because yeah, sure, yeah. when you do it with him like he's he's t- he's training you yeah. like you're about to go on stage yeah for do you real. know what I'm saying like you're ready like yeah, you'll yeah. be ready for stage after his class 100% whereas maybe if you go to a less challenging class yeah you're gonna go and listen to really nice music you're gonna sweat and you're gonna have a good time yeah sure it depends sure. what the outcome what your goal is yeah and what, and what you feel like you need at that moment i mm. think that's the maintenance of it of like, you know people going like oh I'll take this you should it's like just take what you feel like you need yeah. that makes sense yeah if like i don't know i started oh i took pop in and then locking the week before like because i was just like yo i i, I need to just push myself and yeah. learn some more drills and get my foundations better like yeah. right now and then next week I might take a choreo class or whatever yeah. I think it's just yeah knowing where you're at and self-maintenance is really important mm. that's something I really think about where I'm like just I don't know like listening to yourself and understanding like what do I need today like mm. you may have gone to the gym 
25 days in a row do you need to go 26 it's like you can just for your ego for the sake of going mm. but what about like maybe you didn't do yoga or maybe you didn't do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. maybe you didn't spend time with doing something else so i think for me it's like yeah, yeah. life is life is about constantly balancing things we know that but, yeah, choices man life is choices yeah 100 percent. i think the last thing i would say about class is yeah i feel like it's an amazing thing um what base have done to like i feel like the space is really um inviting I yeah. feel like that's something that we've needed for a while. So for for that to be happening is really encouraging. And being honest, every Monday, like uh, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm excited. Well, I'm excited. We've we've got to leave we in like ten minutes tonight. to go and teach. Yeah, has it has it start again? <laughs> <laughs> with a move. Yeah, with a move. Yeah, I think we're starting to click. Yeah. Oh, it does start. Which with is a click. on an eight or a one. I don't yeah, know. we'll figure. Yeah, that we'll out. figure it out. We've got a half hour before. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. bro. Bro. Thank you so much for coming on. Yo, thanks My so much podcast. for having me. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been really fun. And See? I'm just appreciate. you said in the coffee shop before, oh, what did we talk about? And I was yeah. like, I don't fucking know. I mean, I'm talking about a lot because when, yeah, when I have a coffee and then a chat, I, I keep going. Yeah, so. man, it's just fun. It's just conversation. No pressure. 100%. Thank yeah, you so man. much, brother. Bro, no worries. I appreciate you Boom. having me, Let's man. go get class. Yeah. Indeed, in a bit. And uh, everyone, if you listen to this and you took class, let us know what you think. And if it's on YouTube <laughs> or on Instagram, share it, bitches. We'll see you there. <laughs> Bye. This episode was brought to you by Level Up Dance Academy, bringing you premium dance training, making you the best dancer you can be so you can have a career better than me. Rhymes, bars, rap star. I'm out. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe, share with your friends and family, and also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We out. Peace.